Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Remix This 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 Remix You like this Jackson? I really like it Do you really? Yeah I love When I hear that song This little bed we got And I hear the yes yes I, I know I'm ready to, for battle Yeah St. Louisans gather around Their transistor radios Yeah <laughs> This fireside <laughs> chat Welcome into What is it called today? I, I'm, let's go back to the classic, Tim and Boy. Tim and Boy. I like right. Tim and Boy. Yeah. It's as, uh, as far as syllables go, it's as simple as possible, which matches the show's content. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Standing across from me and now just for whatever reason walking away from the board is Jackson Burkett. And he's just handed me a document. I feel like Walter Cronkite. What do we have here? What's oh, going on? Putting things in front of your desk. Is Colin Morikawa's tweet? No. One on ESPN has your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to this Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash for the Cardinals versus the Marlins on June 28th. It's the next Budweiser Bash game of the 2022 season and features a limited edition dual bobblehead giveaway featuring former Cardinals pitchers John Stuper and Dave LaPointe. Get all the details for this Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash now at cardinals.com slash promotion. So, Jackson, how are we going to give away our four-pack of tickets today? Text of the day. What? What? Text of the day. And, I mean, if people listened yesterday, they know they know what got us. Yeah, so. well, somebody said they thought they saw you at the Lake of the Ozarks and went up to slide tackle you and then realized it wasn't you, and they won four Cardinal tickets. I just, so that's the, kind of an idea of, of how to catch the fish. The visual image of it, of some <laughs> poor guy who has no idea what's going on getting slide tackled. And I think he said, went, came up bleeding. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then realizing it's not me. That's just, that's, that's good stuff. Jackson, uh, what were you watching last night? Oh, this is, the... this is, and see, see, listeners, if you can pick up, this is like Hollywood Square, something we were talking about on TMA this morning, gives you an idea of what kind of content we're providing on HD2. Uh, try and figure out if you agree or disagree with Jim J. Bullock here. See, I watched a little bit of the Redbird game, and then I finished up the season finale of Barry with Bill Hader. Now, Patty Maroon got himself a beautiful goal last night in the Lightning's comeback yes. victory yeah. to make it a series, and then appeared once again. He's becoming a friend of the show on Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. Yeah. Now, I didn't hear you mention that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it to be honest with you. All right, I'm going to agree with the host. I, mean, I just, I, I, I didn't. And by saying I'm agreeing with the host, I'm not saying that I did the same thing. What I'm saying is I think Jackson is being honest. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I mean. Watched a little Redbird game. That I, I really needed to finish the final episode of Barry. Watched that. You say you really needed to. Yeah, because I, I was like, I was there's like a cliffhanger at the end of the second to last episode, so I needed to see what happened. Okay. And then, uh, and then yeah, didn't 
watch much hockey, but I went to bed early last night. So what time do you go to bed? Nine fifty-five, I think, is about when I went to bed, which cool. is old. not super early, but early enough. According to my whoop, I fell asleep at nine thirty-nine. That's a good time. Yeah, nine thirty is like right in my wheelhouse. That's a great time to go to bed on the weekdays. Up early at around three thirty. Early, that's then earlier when, than I was. Then when tried to go back to sleep, couldn't. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it, if you're like twenty minutes or thirty minutes from when your next alarm is going to go off, like if you wake up a little early, there's no point. You just got to get up. I know, but then I try and like convince myself I'm going to fall back asleep, and it never, it just never happens. Ever happens. Uh, let's see. The 101 ESPN app works about as good as Mizzou does when they tell their frats not to haze. I don't follow that. Uh, that's from the 314. Jackson, were you talking about fraternity hazing? I was not. Nope. Nope. You were in a fraternity. What fraternity were you in? Alpha Epsilon Pi. I was a Sigma Chi. Yeah. Two-term, two-term rush chairman, and I would be happy to recruit your children to the fraternity <laughs> If we still existed, but we've been kicked off campus multiple times yeah. since the turn of the century, so I can't do it for I'll you. be back. <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, yeah, I was thrilled for Patty Maroon. Can we count that for my prediction area? I mean, I did say I'm on the lightning. Yeah, no, Thank I you. count it. So I what's the record? It. Now you are eight, eight and, and four, four okay. after, uh, what, what was the thing so recently? Jack Flaherty wasn't going to be pitching by the end of May. Well, that, but that, you got that one. There was another one that you got wrong. Let me pull up my predictionary here. In my notes section, you lost out on the Cardinals' money line on June 9th. Oh, yeah. That sucks. But now you've got one back with the Lightning. And I think I mentioned some about the under in the Cardinals-Brewers game. You did. Michaelis and Burns. You did. I was, you know, I was, I was thinking that there might be reason. I didn't, I didn't think of this until, you know, after we were off the air here, that maybe with all the pitches Michaelis threw, that the data would indicate he'd be exposed in his next start. Ah. But I looked it up before the game started because I was thinking about putting a small taste. It's a small one. A small taste on the Brewers, and uh, the data in his career does not back up that he has a poor start yeah. following a high-volume pitch game. Right. And so I lay it off of it. Uh, it did not impact the Cardinal offense as Burns shut them down, and they lose 2 to nothing. Yeah. I I know there's absolutely no way to get this information None. Mm-hmm. But I'd be curious what the Cardinals' record is as of June 21st when they face a team with a winning record. Mm. Give me a moment. You think you can get that? Yeah, I think I can. What? What? Before Before you, and I see you're locked down in on the text inbox, no, so you no, so no. you will you'll be frozen in fear. I was reaching but for before, the mouse. Before you go to it and okay. get this information, what do you think they are? As far as like a percentage, uh, yes. Okay. Um, definitely sub five hundred. I'll say probably three, three, three. Ooh, wow, that's a super low. Well, I'm just thinking of the series. I guess that the Mets they split. Do the Red Sox have a winning record now? Are yes. they still okay? So that didn't help. Four hundred. I'll say four hundred. Yeah, I was gonna go with four hundred, and that sucks. But that's my honest answer. So I gotta be honest. It's honesty of media. It's the name of the show. At and Timmon boy. Point being, this goes back to now. The Ken Rosenthal had a podcast yesterday, and they're just raving about the Cardinals. Not necessarily the Cardinals in twenty twenty two, although they were very complimentary of the Cardinals in twenty twenty two. But just the Cardinals are the model organization, and it's so. 
it's such a strange dynamic when you consider, I think, the equity in the St. Louis metropolitan area and Cardinal fans throughout the Midwest and South and their opinion of the organization versus the opinion of national baseball writers and broadcasters. In other words, I feel like locally the organization doesn't have near as much equity as it does with the national writers and the national broadcasters. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know if we're too close to the fire, or maybe they're not close enough to the fire. I think that uh, what takes place over the next forty days will will tell you a lot as to what the organization is doing, because the reputation for the trade deadline is not a positive one. Yeah, and what Rosenthal was saying is, you know, they haven't had a losing season since two thousand eight. That's a hell of a long time. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, oh seven, I think. I can't find the information. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God. I'm baseball Where's Rockio? <laughs> give, me, give me Rockio. I can't find the information. That's because you're watching Moses Malone highlights on YouTube. That's what I see over there. Rather watch that than Carl Malone highlights. Mm. Uh, Tim, two and five is looking like the only way to get home from this trip. That's from the five seven three. On the MLB website, when you go to standings, they have the record for playing teams above five hundred. That's from the six one eight. If you'd like to send in an application yeah. to produce <laughs> T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. I'm getting replaced. <laughs> I was a little buzzed and went to Wheelhouse. Started dancing with a guy I thought was Jackson, only to find out it was a giant Labradoodle. <laughs> this guy might be off to a Cardinals-Marlins game. Seriously, probably the Labradoodle will have a lot more hair. Uh, hey, Tim, maybe, just maybe. Oh, this is sarcasm. i got to get in my Twitter mode. Hey, Tim. It's better to start. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's my Twitter mode. Uh, yeah. Hey, Tim, maybe just maybe, Caps, the cards have a better reputation nationally is because the local radio guys trash the team daily for two winning decades. Well, I can't speak to all of the local radio people. I don't know. Um, I'm somebody who's been doing radio for two decades, and I don't believe that I trash. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm confident that I don't. And, uh, and so, you know, back in the day when I was working with the cat, if he would be, if he would defend Jim, Jimmy the cat Hayes of Bally sports, if he would defend the Cardinals, like a, your rights holder. And then when Dan's on with us on Thursday, and I'm sure Dan's used to it. Uh, well, you're saying this because you're on the broadcast and I imagine Brad Thompson gets it. I don't know. Um, so everybody else like, oh, you're doing this. And then it became, oh, you're only being complimentary because you want access to him. Well, you know, that isn't my business model. I'm just telling you what I think. And what I think is I don't know who you would rather have as far as a franchise over the last 22 seasons since 2000 than the Cardinals. Now, some people, depends on what you want, some people would point to the Red Sox, the Giants, the Dodgers. Um, but as far as consistency, and you got to go back to 2000, I understand you can be prisoner of the moment with records and championships, and I get it. But since 2000, I mean, the Cardinals have just been every single year they've been in it. The issue is, is since 2015, you don't really get the sense that they have been a championship caliber team. And I think that is the source of frustration for people now. I think it's more of the last seven years. So that I think is, and I think it's like, okay, when they have a chance, they don't necessarily either buy or sell. They just hold stagnant and that frustrates fans. You don't hear the people talk about the Blues that way. So, but the Blues have one championship. The Cardinals have two. Well, you know what's the difference? And that I think is at its core the reason. Jackson, have you have you been able to obtain 
this data that it, it, for a moment I thought might be classified. <laughs> so difficult to obtain. They're 15 and 19 against teams with a winning record. And what percentage is that, Guinness? Because I, right I, I have eight credit hours left at the University of Missouri. That's right around 400. But I don't okay, know. When I, you I say it's know. right around 400, it tells me that you don't know that. So I am going to go, okay, 18 divided by 34, 44%. So, so I think we'll, if this is the prices right, we might win the showcase showdown. Yeah, that was good. That was a good effort. The yeah. finding and the information took a little longer than anticipated. But uh, let's see. The Cardinals have a great relationship with their fans. John Mazalak, not what you consider strong. Too many bad moves that offset the fantastic moves. Sorry, meant to say Tim. I don't know what that meant. I might have read it out of order. Mm. Uh, hey Tim, it's hot out and I'm all. It's already mowing. Thank you for the podcast on the app. Now give me those tickets. Yeah, forceful. I like it. I, I mean, if you if you connect the words, it's difficult to come up with what the thought was. <laughs> but I like the idea of the gentleman mowing his lawn. Yeah, that's always a weekday mow. Yeah, weekday early morning mow. Yeah, that's a good move. Uh, Tim, can't tell the difference between criticizing the team and scrutinizing the team. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm op- I'm open to having a conversation about it. I don't know what it means. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't even, like what would be the difference. So here, here. So let me let me lay this out. I think I can help. I could convey. I I was one of the last people I felt like, although I should be fully transparent when I say I don't listen to all the sports radio shows. So I honestly don't know what other people are saying, and that's not an act. I don't. I really don't. Um, so I don't know. And I'm talking about over the years. I'm not talking current data. I'm just talking about over the years. So I don't know. But I believe that when it came to it on our show, TMA, mm-hmm. that I was the one saying, I just, this whole thing with the Cardinals not spending money, I think that is a false narrative. I think the narrative actually should be the Cardinals have spent money. They've spent it irresponsibly. Mm-hmm. That's, and then it backs into a corner where they then can't spend money because they've got dead money on the books. That was my official stance. And I was wagering with whoever would take it on the show that the Cardinals will be aggressive in the 2021 leading into the 2022 season, offseason into the season, mm-hmm. because of the reasoning being Wainwright Molina. And I thought that they would possibly bring back Pujols. And the response to that was Stephen Matz and Corey Dickerson. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got burned on that, but maybe they will do it at the deadline. But then I almost feel like, you know, yeah, it's Lucy and Charlie also, Brown with the yeah. football after right. a while. Exactly. Like, how many times am I going to get duped? Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm giving until July 31st. And if you're in the mix to win the division in a two-team race in these guys' final year, I don't know how you can't. And so I'm. that's where I am on it. There's my official position. However mm-hmm. that however that vibes with people, they want to say I'm a rights holder, a cardinal apologist, I, it's fine with me. I don't know how you could come up with that, but it's... If you're not screaming and yelling and wanting people to be fired, maybe that's where you are. I don't know. But as far as being a fan of the team and what they've done since 2000, it's been incredible. However, it's been more about 2000 through 2015 than 2016 through 2022. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a difference. 100%. But still, body of work. It's a hell of a run. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. 65780. And uh, whoever has the best text in, the guy mowing the lawn... I like the guy with the Labradoodle. The guy with the Labradoodle at Wheelhouse. That one's in the lead for me. Uh, you can win Bud Bash tickets, 65780, 65780. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. The program is called Balloon Party, also known as 
Tim and Boy on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan Action Jackson with you. A program that solicits your involvement at 65780 Air Comfort Service tax line. Maybe leave a mic drop today and I'll force Jackson to play it. Maybe we can maybe we can do that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right. Go to the 101 ESPN app. Download it. Leave a mic drop. And then I, there's a chance I'll play it. 50-50. All right. If you got a Jawan Howard take. Oh, yeah. That's how you know you can get on. Absolutely. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Action Jackson, uh, Gabe Diarmond, who I went to the University of Missouri Journalism School with, uh, has just issued a statement uh, via the Power Mizzou account because he got so tired of dealing with people <laughs> tweeting at him during Missouri sports events that he got rid of his Twitter account. And every once in a while, I'll check in with him. He says it's one of the best decisions he ever made. Yeah, it's genius. It really is. I keep mine. I just don't really use it outside of that gif of the wife of the assistant coach from LSU dancing with the LSU players when they visited the White House. That's yeah. essentially all my Twitter gif. account is. Uh, the Colonel has just said, like Colin Morikawa, I also would like to deny unfounded message board rumors that I have quit my current job. Still here, and you'll have to deal with me for the foreseeable future. So Gabe is not Gabe is not leaving covering uh, the University of Missouri via the Power Mizzou account. Which is music to my ears. I love Gabe and his coverage of the Tigers. I love his post-game shows, following uh, Missouri football the games and the, and the technical issues uh, that, that occur. But uh, Colin Morikawa... Uh, felt obligated this morning, like a half hour-ish ago, hour ago, to go to Twitter. Uh, and uh, he said, just your number 11 money winner on PIP here to say good morning to everyone. Last week at my press conference, I said, the media loves creating drama. Sure enough, I woke up this morning to everyone thinking I'm next. Not to say I told you so, but... I told you so. To state for the record, once again, you all are absolutely wrong. I have said it since February at Riviera that I'm here to stay on the PGA Tour and nothing has changed. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some cereal to pour in my milk. Uh, Justin Thomas with a response, you going milk first is more of a concern than you going anywhere. That is from Justin Thomas in response to Colin Morikawa, who uh, I was up, as I said, early this morning, really early this morning, and when Nick Faldo announced he was leaving CBS, now he said it was for retirement, uh, automatically what happens when somebody says they're leaving a golf gig right now, they mm-hmm. assume that people are going yeah. to the Live Golf Tour. Right. Uh, and then Brooks Kepka, which if you watched his press conference last week, was pretty obvious he was going to the Live Golf Tour, plus his brother was over there. And then Colin Morikawa got attached to it. Colin Morikawa, who I think lives on the West Coast, he's one of the few golfers still on the West Coast and not living in Jupiter, uh, is said, uh, you know, he gets up and he looks at his phone and he's going, what in the world? Right. So he issued a statement to uh, to put it to bed. And also to say that he puts his milk in first and then his cereal. That's the move. Is that right? Yeah, because it then doesn't all get soaked at once. You can start, like, adding it into the milk as you go. Huh. It's all on top of the milk. It's really the move. Yeah. Not a cereal guy? Uh-huh. It's a good dessert. Dessert? Yeah, I like it, like, after dinner. Really? Yeah, it's like a tasty little dessert. Wow. Yeah. So many things I'm learning in 30 seconds. Yeah, I really, I'm a big cereal guy. and So limit. you'll have dinner, uh-huh. and then you have cereal. I'll have a bowl of cereal, like, before I go to bed. And yeah. what's your cereal, bro? Uh, corn pops. I like corn pops a lot. 
your face didn't look like you. I'm just, I'm just picturing the text inbox, uh, and that's what's amusing me, even though I can't see it. Corn pops and honey nut Cheerios. I really like honey nut Cheerios. Mm. Delicious. What a great snack. Should that I find Lucky like Charms candy. offensive? <laughs> yes. Yes, the correct answer I might, is yes. I might try to see if I can get somebody taken out on Twitter today by whoever's <laughs> responsible for Lucky Charms. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a nice well, move tomorrow for your I'm career. Gonna move on to the Lollipop Guild <laughs> in honor of me and Mickey Carroll. <laughs> Tim, of course, Jackson's Milk first. I don't know what that means, but there it is. That's from the 636. That's uh, the move. Try, try it. If you like cereal, try milk first, and I think you're going to have a much more enjoyable now experience. Now look at this. Somebody's try, maybe this is the guy who told you where to find the Cardinals record against under 500 teams because he is producing the show remotely. This is kind of a Jackson, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound question. Uh, and no one is there to hear it. If St. Louis had all five major sports teams, NBA, NFL, MLS, MLB, NHL, where would you rank them one through five in popularity in the city? Oh, that's a good one. I, a... I, I like, these, are, see, these are the kinds of questions I like. Yeah. I really do. Uh, Jackson, you go first because okay. that allows me to buy time, and then I also get to read the text when you rank NBA number one. Sure. Five MLS. Um, just because it's not as marketed as it is. There's four major sports. The MLS is on the outside looking as in. As much as I am looking forward to the MLS franchise, even though I'm confused by the, the, the shade of red uh, <laughs> that is in the franchise colors, um, I think if we're all going to be honest with ourselves, the MLS being grouped with the other four isn't necessarily where the league is at this moment. Yeah, yep. I agree. I agree. So MLS 5, I think if you were to ask this question in 2018, the 4 and 3 would be swapped. But since 2019 happened... I'll oh put, my God, are you really going to do this? I'll put NBA 4, NHL 3. I will put MLB 2. Hold and, on a second. So just to be clear. Yeah. 65780. Just to be clear, before the Blues won the Cup in 2019, you would have put the NBA ahead of the Blues in St. Louis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you like starting to like no. do the like Stephen A. Smith thing where you like are an actor? No, I I 100% think that that would happen. All right. Hey, you know what? You know what I say? You can't take people out for having an opinion. Yeah, and there's some facts space behind it. There's been years when the Blues aren't in the Stanley Cup final where the NBA finals do better in St. Louis than the NHL finals. And so I just think if we're – but after 2019, I think you've created lifelong Blues fans from, 100%. from ages so My generation had the 1980s, and it created lifelong Cardinal fans. Not that right. the Cardinals weren't popular before 82, 85, and 87. Right, right. But, yeah, that was, my, uh, that, they, that yeah, was that, my drug. That put it over the top. So I'll put NBA 4, NHL 3 – MLB 2, NFL 1. Wow. I just think the NFL is such a monster. I got to tell you. I think, and we have a bad taste in our mouth with the NFL, but I think if you were to like have a different NFL team or just different ownership in St. Louis, I think the NFL would be the most popular. Now I feel like I got to go into the tank and think it through. Because I feel like you could make a case for any of the leagues in a variety of spots. Now I don't think you can put MLS 1 or NBA 1. I don't think you can really in good faith do that. You look at you looking. Don't look at the text inbox. I know. I know. I'm trying to see if there's any winners for some tickets, though. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to have a lot to choose from. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so I'm going to go. It's baseball one. I mean, it it is here 
at this moment, and even going with your 2018 thing, it's still baseball. It it just is, you know. And I I think sometimes maybe because people can get frustrated with the organization or a sense of the organization or whatever that, but it's still baseball. One here, here, you mm-hmm. know. Um. Oh man, God, I don't know. If I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go NHL, NFL, NBA, MLS. I I just, I just disagree on NHL being two. I just I don't see how if the NFL was in St. Louis uh, with proper ownership. I guess I have to put that caveat. Right, that but I mean that's not popular. the way that the question was asked. Sure. You know, now here here it is. I was covering all three, mm-hmm. two thousand through two thousand five when I was at KMOV, and. Anybody who I would ask anybody who was doing it, the sports directors at the time, Steve Savard, mm-hmm. Mike Bush, Martin Kilcoin, I I would imagine anybody would tell you what the number one team at the time was, two thousand through two thousand three. It was the St. Louis Rams. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. And I think I think that would be unanimous from the people mm-hmm. covering. Mm-hmm. It was the St. Louis Rams, and the numbers you talk about television ratings bear that out. Right. Um, and on top of it, the product was so good. Right. Um, the Cardinals were incredibly successful at that time as well. No world championships or pennants, but they were very successful. Mm-hmm. And the Blues had a President's Trophy winning team in 2000, and they were, you know, in the Western Conference Finals against the Avalanche in 2001. Uh, played against a great Red Wings team in 2022, or 2002, excuse me. Then they had basically the Red Wings 20 years later when they played the Avalanche here. So from that standpoint, they all when all three were firing on all cylinders at that time, at that time, I would tell you it was Rams, Cardinals, Blues. Mm-hmm. But I think things have changed because I think the Blues are way more a part of the culture in St. Louis now than they were at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's been built up over two decades of not just 2019, but I feel like there is a connection between the Blues organization and the fan base that is better than any going on at the moment. Obviously, that would only be the Cardinals to choose from. Um, and I feel like there is a, a believability, for lack of a better term, or a credibility perhaps the ownership and the organization has that right now the Cardinals, I feel like there is, I don't know, distrust is too strong of a word, but Blues fans, I don't feel like they they ever wonder if the team's really trying to win. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you have a portion that's not just a portion, but a, a, a decent percentage of a fan base questioning whether or not a team is really trying to win a championship, that is a problem. And I feel like that's what you have going on with the Cardinals. Now, if you just take out the teams and go, okay, the leagues are in town, and maybe uh-huh. that's what the, the person was asking, well, yeah. Yeah. Then, then it's just, so it's, it's the, the Cardinals are ingrained in the culture and the Blues are ingrained in the culture. But if you go Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL, right, NBA, right, right. and MLS, you know, I mean, then it's to me, it's MLS is five. Yeah. I don't know, man. Then, you, then I don't know if the NBA would really be up there if it's tough to it's tough to put my side. I've never been I haven't been alive when St. Louis is at an NBA team. I don't know. And I also think it might be different by demographic. I think younger people would be more into the NBA and MLS than they necessarily would be if it was just a baseball team. Right. I think you're right about that. When you think of young cities right now that are top 25 markets, what do you think? What immediately comes to mind? Chicago has to be one. Chicago. She has a lot of friends from school move there right away. San Francisco. St. Louis move. San Francisco, uh, Dallas. I don't know what's going on in San Francisco right now. It's Uh, a different place than where I used to go. Um, Tampa. 
Uh, Tampa, interesting. Yeah, okay. a lot of people move to Tampa, Dallas, Austin, Nashville. And I'd be, and the reason I ask that is I'd be curious if you talk to people who live there what the most popular teams are. Uh, this is one of the only top 25 markets in the country where baseball right, is number one right. and hockey is number two. Now, I realize you go, well, that's by default. It has a baseball team and a hockey team. But even when you include other sports and then have a successful hockey team and a successful baseball team, mm-hmm. such as Tampa, yeah, uh, I would imagine you would still say the Buccaneers are one, and that's before Brady got there. Now, yeah. maybe people would say otherwise, but look at Ray's attendance. And I realize they have the, you know, the, the Dome's cousin down there in the <laughs> baseball stadium. Right. But, you know, it's still the NFL. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that the NFL, in almost any case, in any top 25 market, is going to be reign supreme. I mean, I have my friends in Chicago say, you know, the Cubs are great. We'll have the Blackhawks, love the Bulls. But when the Bears are good, it's a Bears town through and through, and they go nuts for them. That's what Damn, I've been told. How often have your friends who are 23, 24 have seen the Chicago Bears be that good? Oh, six. When they, was that when they went to the Super Bowl against Manning? I guess that actually might be the last time right. that they were like legitimately good. You guys uh, held there on was, to that. There were some Trubisky years, the early Trubisky years. There, they made the playoffs at least. Wow, another take in the segment. I'm not. I'm not years. saying that they need to bring Why back Mr. Trubisky. <laughs> sports talk station with that. I'm not like fighting guys, for Trubisky's uh, this job. This is Jackson in St. Louis, and I just wanted to relive the Trubisky years. Don't you. we all? You'd be hung up on so quickly. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Tim. I just got back from two games at Fenway. Sweet Caroline is the best tradition in baseball, but at least the Cardinals have the cap dance and the kiss cam. Thanks from the six one eight. Why well, really? I'm starting to enjoy our text. <laughs> Uh, let's see what we got. Well, we got a lot of them here. I got to scroll way up. Um, uh, ask Jackson how many NBA jerseys he sees when he is creeping around schools. That's why the NBA would dominate over baseball. That's from the 618. I don't disagree with the sentiment. The way it was presented is you Just for the awful. record, you were not creeping around schools. No. Jackson would like to no. just state... No, I mean, records. yeah, that's, but uh, yes, the NBA is extremely popular with young people. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I'd like an NBA team more than fourth, unlike Jackson. So now, like, I can't, I'm getting destroyed by some for saying it would be <laughs> third in 2018. And then I guess my core, my core people are mad that I didn't put it like second. Tim, boy, has never really annoyed me until today. Oh, He's clearly young and naive. Sheltered silver spoon type, I says. <laughs> Gibbs ticks. I think that might have been give me tickets. but I don't. <laughs> Sheltered silver spoon type, I says. <laughs> That's a great sentence. Well, nice to hear Lil Piddles is a huge Bears and Butkus fan. Are you a Butkus guy? No, I don't care. Wasn't he on My Two Dads? Was he on My Two Dads with the, the delectable Paul Reiser? I believe he was. Somebody the great that Paul up. Reiser. The same person who was able to find the Cardinals record against teams under 500 after 10 minutes. Know. The Bears got great uniforms. That's my take. Cardinals fans doing the wave at Fenway during a 1-1 game is an embarrassment. <laughs> That's from the 217. I didn't know that happened. I have to be honest with you. Is there enough Cardinals fans to do the, the wave? To do the wave? <laughs> I think it might anger some of the Boston faithful. And how you do the wave at the at Fenway with the Green Monster? I feel like that would be logistically no, you pause, difficult. You pause for a couple beats <laughs> and then let it pass the monster. That would be logistically difficult. 
Uh, Tim, when you see the Cardinals play Albert Sunday against a right-hander, it makes you wonder. Then you hear they played him so he can get the cheers from the Boston fans. That's why we don't think they're out to win. That's from the 314. I will acknowledge that I am surprised by how much he's been playing against right-handed pitching. Confused by it, um, as I know a number of Cardinal fans are when they take a look at the splits. I imagine I'm late for the break. Just when I oh my God, I'm super late for a break. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't just do like, I don't know. I mean, I can. Great question. Just, you, just need to, you just need to turn my mic off. I said this back when we were talking that we are going to do this show in December. Yeah. And I said, you're just going to have to turn my mic off. Just do it. It's a matter. I'm asking you to do it. I'm sure management would love it. Like, why not do it? Just do it. Do you revive to it? Yeah. <laughs> this is a little pill show here on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party, also known as Tim and Boy on 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Jackson Burkett is the gentleman you know as Boy. Yeah. Will Trubisky. Now going by Lil Trubisky or Lil Piddles. Good to hear Lil Piddles is a Bears and Butkus fan. That's what I I read in the Air Comfort Service text inbox moments ago. Uh, Don't forget 101 ESPN with your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to this Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash for the Cardinals and Marlins on June 28th. It's the next Budweiser Bash game of the 2022 season and features a limited edition dual bobblehead giveaway featuring former Cardinals pitchers John Stuper. And Dave LaPointe, get all the details for this Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash now at cardinals.com slash promotions. I was watching, uh, and we're going to give away the tickets to a uh, texture here right at probably 10.55. So send in your attacks at 65780, although I didn't really need to ask for them. <laughs> I was watching uh, Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. That's is, 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 is my tradition when I wake up each morning. And Patty Maroon made yet another appearance how about, well, I'm asking you, I'll ask the wall. How about <laughs> Pat Maroon's goal last night? <laughs> Matt on Matt Rocky was in there. He gave it thumbs up. Yeah. I mean, what was that? That was, that was, I mean, that was some supple stick handling by 14. That was really impressive. And uh, the lightning responded. And Patty Maroon was a guest. He's becoming, him and SVP are basically doing a podcast now after every after every uh, lightning game. Maroon seems like him and SVP would oh, be, be like, perfect. Yeah, they're like, yeah. they'd be really good I think together. I'm out and SVP's in. It's <laughs> yeah, kind of what I think is happening. You've been Wally Pipped. Maybe I'll do that for the 500th podcast episode. Maybe I'll just release the freeze episode oh, there. Oh, wow. That would be great. Oh, you like that idea. I got your eyes to light <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that would and be And you real. have listened to it, right? Yes. <laughs> and you like it. Yeah, a lot. I like it a lot. What did you like most about it, honestly? Just how relaxed and like how like they just talk like... You know who's not relaxed? Me. Yes, I could tell that. But. My self-loathing was on a 10 when I went back to listen to that. And I'm like, somebody shut this guy up except this guy is me. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad, but I just thought that, like, them... Because well, I never heard Freeze talk about all this stuff. Right, and it's not like... That, and and then clearly Pat and Freeze aren't as into it about what they did as I am. Right. And I'm, like, 40 when I'm interviewing them. I just like how... They're just like, God, can we get this guy to leave? <laughs> how many of you listening right now feel? Right, right. But I just like how it's just, like, they're so open, and it's, it's really good stuff. That'd be a great 500th. 500th? Yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah, but Pat wants to sit on it. All right. Well, but now that he's going with SVP, he can leave me in the dust. Well, if they like go to Game 7, I think you might be able to sneak it past him. Pat, I hate to bother you. I know you're playing for your fourth straight chalice, but do you mind if I release our interview with Freeze? God, how quickly would he tell me to piss off? Yeah. 
Yeah, we got that. We got Lance Burke. We got John, John Hamm. They're just sitting in the can. They are. And when we did the interviews, Pat was a one-time Chalice winner. And right. he, he's on. He's three wins away from being a four-time Cup winner. It was only two. It was like two years. It was June of 2020 when we did it. Yeah, I think I think you not releasing it is the. Uh, that's the key. That's the key. I mean. Tell me another factor. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tim, when will you ever release the interview? I don't know, because it's not all mine. It's right. Pat Maroon's, too. Right. And we were talking, I'll be honest with you. We got on the phone here with uh, Tommy Mattern, who is in charge of programming mm-hmm. here at Hubbard Radio in February, and we were talking about it, me, Pat, and Tommy. And then at the time, Pat, I don't I think he was up at the, at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then like a week later, he signed another two-year extension. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just don't think he's in the, you know in the podcasting business, and I can't blame him. And he's becoming, as he should, he's becoming a folk hero there, too. Yeah, right. I mean, if he's got three straight chalices with that personality in Tampa, and then you add the one in St. Louis, he's a guy who could wind up being, tell you what, being dead serious here, he's a guy who could wind up, he would be great for take your pick, ESPN or TNT. Oh, I, I see. And with I think TNT. ESPN's probably the one who could use them more. Yes. TNTs, I think people would agree, is the better broadcast. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think that he would be great on TNT. But I agree with you in the sense that ESPN would need a personality like him more. But he's. I don't so know great. if he'd want to do it. I don't know if he likes talking about hockey like that as much as like. But that's the thing. That's what like Biz brings to it. Right. Exactly. The lighthearted approach. Right. The more. Kind of his spit and chicklets vibe to it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he wanted to do. He's like, yeah, I just don't want to do interviews. We get asked to do them. I'm currently in a maroon impression. <laughs> and I didn't even intend to do it. And all of a sudden, I found myself doing it. It's like when I started talking about Mazalak, and all of a sudden, I start talking like Mazalak. <laughs> Dude, we get asked to do so many of these things. I don't know. I just like rather talk to people about music. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. it could be a, a hockey and music show. <laughs> Uh, I find myself rage listening to the show daily. Why do I torture myself? By the way, this is a baseball town first and always. Thanks. That's from the 618. I think that was delivered to both of us, actually, including Lil Piddles. Yeah, I mean, you have to look inward on that. I can't answer that for you. Why doesn't the little Ledoux boy just pay someone to do the Sports Center update? Thanks. That's from the 304. I'll be happy to do it. Mm-mm. Nope. You want it. No, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to get better at it. I want to be good. All right. I have a question. What does it matter? It doesn't. Right. But it's, you know, personal pride. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. We'll take a break, and uh, Jackson will give you the winner. I see the slide tackler's back. I saw that. He might have a whole section to himself. No, no. He's no not back, getting it today? No back-to-backs for the slide tackler. Right. He, he earned it with his last one, but that's, that's all we're going to get. <laughs> I saw a guy I thought was Jackson at the Lake of the Ozarks, and I went to slide tackle him. And then I realized I it wasn't him and apologized. I'll be wearing his bikes. Uh, we'll see what we have for the winner of the Bud Bash tickets and then BK and Ferrario at the top of the hour. This is Tim and Boy on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yeah. Well, the dramatic music is the buildup to Jackson revealing who he has selected for our Bud Bash ticket winner today. Well, Tim, I went with this person because their text led to a good conversation with led to a lot of funny texts about me. So it's kind of like the godfather of the text. And it's the person who asked uh, if we had all five major sports teams, where would you rank them one to five in popularity? I think that's the wow, very counterintuitive to what I was anticipating. Yeah, I think I think what led to some of those great texts about Will Piddles being a fan of Dick Buckus is this text right here, so I feel bad to not give it to that person. So they won. 
They are the winner. That was kind of how Jackson, he sends these over to me around 5, 5.30 every night. The If a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to make a sound, or does, no one is there to hear it, doesn't make a sound, questions. And that was the question posed. Got us going. There is no right answer. Right. But I liked the question. I see where you're going. It's a fun exercise. So you're rewarding a non-violent text. Yeah, I didn't want to set a precedent. Right. <laughs> Which I'm known to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, you can compete for the tickets tomorrow. Six five seven eight zero is how you can text into the show. Uh, Jackson, are we going to play a mic drop? Uh, no, no, we are not. <laughs> but I will tell you about myself at the St. Louis Firecracker Firecracker oh, so, Face Off. Sorry, sorry to bother your self promotion. Yeah. What a <laughs> vile exercise this is. I'm going to do a little self promotion here. Me and the 101 crew will be at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 this Friday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. gearing up for the St. Louis Firecracker Face Off. The world of Outlaws Late Models and the Dirt Car Racing Summer Nationals collide for the inaugural St. Louis Firecracker Face Off. The St. Louis Firecracker Face Off taking place this Friday and Saturday at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55. Come on out and hang out. Man of the people I am. Was that an ad lib there at the end? It was like, I sound like Yoda. <laughs> Saying things out of order. Uh, Labradoodle guy here. I got Rob. That's from the 870, and I agree with Labradoodle guy. Yeah, I mean, on, an, on, a, on, a, on a different day, you might win one, but you didn't win one today. Why the people are mad at you in there? What did I do this time? I can't win. Walking uh, out. Know, fortunately, the people get to meet you this week. Yes. Come on out. Firecracker. Face off and uh, right off I-55. Federated Auto a Parts Raceway. pause in between Firecracker and... Well, I'm just... I feel defeated today, Tim. <laughs> Hang my head in shame. Uh, Action Jackson will be back, we believe, tomorrow. Yeah. You are going to come back. Yeah, 50-50. No, right. I'll be here. I'll uh, be here. And, little Piddle uh, Show. Little, the Little Piddle Show. Uh, BK and Ferrari up next. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.